Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My Little Pony, My Little Pony. Ah, My Little Pony. I used to wonder what friendship could be. My Little Pony. Until you all shared this magic with me. Big adventure. Tons of fun. A beautiful heart, faithful and strong. Sharing kindness. It's an easy feat. And magic makes it all complete. You have mine. You know you are my very best friend. Hello and welcome to My Little Pony Talk. It is Wednesday, June 29th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose. And this is my co-host. Hey, everybody! It's Summerblade. And she's on time. I know. <laughs> well, I made sure I was on time, and you told me show time, and so I sat in the waiting room for nine minutes, waiting for the show to go on. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. I didn't know if you heard half the conversation. I didn't know if you heard half the conversation that was going on between me and my mother. No, I didn't hear anything. Okay, editing the um, the information page because I just got news of a special offer offer for listeners that visit today's interviewee's Etsy page of a print of Mommy and Baby Surprise with the My Little Pony Fair logo at a special low price of $12 instead of $25. Oh! Available until tomorrow at noon. Awesome. Description is too long. Okay, what do I need to cut out? Okay. Okay. All right, I'm trying to put that in and I'm getting the it's too long. <laughs> so it's, I'm trying to figure out what to, what I can cut out. So so how's your week been? Um, not too bad. Not a whole lot happened. Any pony news? Uh, oh, yes. My boyfriend did manage to find me a um, a Build-A-Bear Rainbow Dash. 
at a local thrift store for like a dollar. Nice. Yeah. She came with a sound chip, but I think it was like it was a personalized recording for somebody's birthday. So, but I think that was, I don't think so. I think that was it, just just Rainbow Dash. Well, we all know that I don't have any pony news since I'm, you know, saving myself. (laughs) Saving up for the fair. Well, actually, I guess I can't say that because, you know, I'm pre-ordering stuff. And I actually pre-ordered another, um, I will now have three, three plush sea ponies to pick up. Oh, cool. I got so soft Twilight. Oh, neat. I saw the picture of her. I saw how fuzzy she looked. Emailed her right away. <laughs> yes, it's the fuzzy ones that always get you. Oh, uh, yes. I, I gave her the big eyes, kind of like, please, can I have her? Please. <laughs> so she laughed and she goes, you know you're going to have an army of these. I said, yeah, I know, but hey. <laughs> I'll be able an to use them all pulling. Yep. Plus, I'll be able to use the carpool lane. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have them. I'll have them buckled in in the back seat of the car. I'll have Pooh Bear (laughs) buckled in in the passenger seat in the front, along with Wind Whistler, my so soft Wind Whistler. As soon as I find her, she she is she is MIA. I think she's hiding. Maybe because she's afraid of all the other pony plushy ponies that are going to be coming in soon. Yeah, I think she's she's a little afraid that you know the spotlight's going to be taken off of her because she is my traveling pony. You know, she's gone to every fair that I've gone to, and this will this will definitely not be an exception to that rule. Oh, to ensure her that she's not being replaced. She's just getting more family. Yes. Oh, dear. Wait a minute. Oh, they just moved the button. Oh, okay. Are they moving buttons on you? They're moving buttons on me, and I have to I have to um, walk you through how to actually work the soundboard because uh, next week we will actually be coming to you live from Clippers pre um, pre fair pre fair sale. Woohoo! Yes. Yeah, you have to walk me through how to work the um the thing. Yeah, I'll definitely go ahead and um 
schedule a little bit of time, probably over the weekend. We'll do a test one so that you can log on, and then I'll just delete it. Okay. It's the same. It's the same way I showed little Alley Cat how to do it, and I am trusting you not to take over the show. <laughs> okay, I suppose I will curb my plans for world domination through the show for now. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I. He said he was doing the pre the the pre sale, and it was going to be. It's either going to be. The time thing is going to be a question mark because right now we don't know whether or not they're going to do the seller sale after the dinner. So it's the time is up in the air as to when they're going to actually do. The, he's going to do the actual thing, but he's actually going to have small groups of people come in through into his room, and I did ask him if I could stay for the entire thing and do the show. And he said that would be great. So awesome. I know what show we're doing on Friday night. <laughs> Very cool. Well, big thank you to Cl- uh, Clipper for that. This one, This one here is for you, Clipper. For, for hosting us that night. That was very cool. We'll, we'll have a fair exclusive show. Yep. And we, of course, will be doing um, stay night. We will be doing the post show for, uh, post um Pre-meet show. That'll be Thursday night, and then Friday okay. night will be the live from the Clipper sale and post-pre-meet interview. Because I'll get a chance to actually nail him down and ask him how how he felt being um, having the pre-meet be an actual event during the fair. Cool. So, yeah, next week's turning out great, except for the fact that I am so not done with anything yet. (laughs) Well, I mean, you got the banner. You got the ponies I sent you to sell. You're a totally I'm almost done with the history of I'm up to when you and um, Mishi came on as co-hosts. Well, there you go. You're you're good part of the way there. So I'm almost I'm almost at the end. You'll get it done. No. I have faith in you. Oh, thank you. And actually, Mom was actually just asking me just earlier today what actually few minutes before the show, whether or not she wanted me to, made if she wanted, if I wanted her to go ahead and do the t-shirt, one of the t-shirts, and it's like, I haven't even gotten the transfers printed out yet. 
because I kind of wanted to do the transfers just before, you know, she did the T-shirts. Right. But the transfer was fresh. So that's going to be getting done tomorrow because all T-shirts that are being made are also going to be up for sale. I'll be taking pre-orders. Or if you wear a 4X men's, which to me is going to be unisex, um, I'll have a couple for sale at at the actual fair. But I'm still figuring out pricing and all of that because I got to figure out shipping pricing. All right. So we are almost there, and all T-shirts will be handmade by Pony Mommy herself. Cool. So you cannot beat that. Oh, almost, almost. But um, tonight we're actually going to get on topic actually rather quickly, which is, I know, highly unusual for us. (laughs) But I am so excited about tonight. Oh, yes, our interview. Yes, we have an we have an interview tonight, and I didn't actually get to meet her last year. I actually met her husband last year <laughs> at the fair, and it was actually him. I gave him my, our business card, and I said, you know, we'd really love to have her on the fair, on, on the show, and he said, I'll definitely mention it to her, and a few weeks ago, before... Just when I was going through and looking for, you know, things to go ahead and pre-order, I contacted her about pre-ordering some prints, and we talked about her coming on the show. And her, and she had said, it's so funny because a couple of weeks ago, my husband just pulled up, just happened to pull, pull, pull your card out of someplace and said, hey, they wanted to interview you. Why don't you do this? To me, that was the pony gods right there speak, saying, hey, uh, do the show. <laughs> yes, that's definitely the stars have aligned and everything was in its proper place kind of timing. Exactly. And let me go ahead and message her to let her know that I am calling. Hopefully she gets to see this before the phone rings. Because we actually get to call her. Ooh. Yes. Very cool. Yes, it has been a very long time since we've actually gotten to call somebody. So let me go ahead and double check this phone number. Oh, no. Hello? 
I hope we have the right phone number. Thank God I double-checked that phone number because I would have been calling us. (laughs) Whoops. Well, it's not going to work if we call ourselves. (laughs) Hey, but come on, it would be funny. It would fall under the time when I... That we could call a parallel universe and talk to other versions of ourselves. That would be fun. <laughs> yes, it would be. I don't think that phone numbers work. No. But it would kind of fall under the same guidelines as when I was teaching. I was on Google and I Googled Google. <laughs> you Googled Google? I Googled Google. And you want to know what came up? Bing? Huh? Bing? (laughs) Nope, Google. (laughs) And the great part was I had such great students that I I actually admitted to the students I had done it. And I turned on the overhead projector so that they could see that I actually had Googled Google. Oh, goodness. Do you want to know what they told me? What? Miss Showers, girl, you've had a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's when I was actually working two campuses and driving 50 miles in between both of them. Well, that might cause somebody to do a lot of zany things. Uh, yeah, including Googling Google. Well, thank goodness that's the, more, that's, that's the craziest thing that you did. Well, then I guess I didn't tell you about how I dressed the uh, skeleton in my uh, lab coat. <laughs> oh, no, I did not hear this one. <laughs> <For this one. laughs> Well, I'll go ahead and tell you about it afterwards. But let's go ahead and get, let's go ahead and call our guest because she's probably anxiously waiting by the phone right now. So let's bring on Sarah Kiefer. Hello, this is Sarah. Hello. Hi, Sarah. This is Pandora Rose from My Little Pony Talk. Hi, Pandora Rose. Hi. And I also have with me my co-host, Summer Blade. Hello. Hello, Summer Blade. Hello. <laughs> this is great. We got you on the show. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Ooh, I'm very excited to be here and talking to you girls. Well, we're excited to be talking to you. Yes, there's a lot of good things about your artwork, and we're very excited to have to get you for an interview. Thank you. Yes, I'm very excited about ponies and painting, and as you can imagine, a lot of preparation the last week and next few days going forward, and um, I'm glad other people seem to be pretty excited about it as well. 
Yeah, everyone is beyond excited right now. I think everyone is going into it's pony fever because we are currently yes. at the one week mark. Yes, Tomorrow certainly. we invade. We we invade Schomburg once again. Yeah, nice familiar grounds to be going back to. Yeah, and it's and it's actually a very, uh, one of the first times they've ever actually have had the fair at the same location two years in a row. Yeah, I think we were all surprised by it. I was definitely surprised because I was thinking, great, you know, I got to go last year. I'm probably not going to be able to go this year because I know my doctor's not going to allow me to travel. And once once they said it was Schomburg, I asked my doctor, hey, can I go to the fair this year? Where is it? It's in Schomburg. Schomburg. Well, you we went last year, right? Yeah. Well, then what do you think my answer is this year? Nice to get good news. It is. And mostly he wants me to socialize because he thinks I'm I'm too much of a hermit crab. Oh, yeah. It can be challenging sometimes to leave our safe space. Yeah. But at least this also, another thing is I'll be in a space where I, pr- I know where everything's at, so I won't be walking around as much trying to find everything. <laughs> yeah, and you're with a group of people that also have similar interests and similar personalities, and that makes for a comfortable experience as well, I think. Yeah, it definitely does. When you get a group of crazy people like us together. <laughs> Those weird pony people taking over Chicago again. Ah, uh, yes. But we're friendly. We're a friendly bunch. Yes, we are. At least we try to be. Yeah. But again... Um, I'm so glad you came you came on to to the show tonight. And I was actually just telling them about how I had actually spoken with your husband last year about getting you onto the show because you were actually busy. <laughs> yeah, he he remembered that uh that in, uh that exchange as well and he wanted to encourage me to um to come on the show and uh, just share in the pony experience with another person who was excited about about the collection. See, we have to we have to love the pony husbands. Yes, he's wonderful. <laughs> Always very supportive. That's awesome. Always great to have a partner who's supportive of your passion. Yeah, he he supports uh, the artwork and the traveling and the collecting. He's he's happy to be a part of it. That's very cool. That is. 
It's sometimes hard to find those ones. Can't make clone hands. But sometimes you might have friends or other family that are supportive as well. I know I collect ponies with my sister. Uh, we had ponies in our childhood, of course, and and we just kept collecting together. So we we actually share our collection. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah. Do you guys have so, a um, particular pony or a particular set of ponies that you bonded over, or was this just like an all all ponies in general that you and your sister kind of collected together? Um, that's a good question. A specific pony or set of ponies? Uh, well, I think we have our favorites, um, but when we were growing up, uh, we the only person really buying ponies for us was, um, you know, our mom or maybe friends for a birthday party. So our birthdays are pretty close together. I think they're like eight days apart. And oh, wow. So we would get, so we'd always get ponies uh, around the same time for birthday and then for Christmas. So uh, looking back at our collection, we can usually see we each have um, one pony each from a particular set that would have been on the store shelves at that time. So my first pony was uh, Rainbow Hair Starshine, and hers was Parasol. Um, and then, like, we can kind of match up. Later later on, um, I got Taff's uh, Twice as Fancy Dancing Butterflies, and she has Twice as Fancy Milky Way. And so it's kind of fun to look back and imagine um you know our mom doing that shopping for what to get the girls for christmas this year and you know get them a pony was one of the things and and there were a couple there so those are definitely our favorites um the, the twice as fancies are a, a favorite set we like the rainbow hairs and and then we like the ones anything with wings like the slaughter ponies and the summer and windy wings those are those are definitely some of our favorites cool Oh, so you yeah, guys kind are. of like one get one pony from a set and the other one got the other one. So together you had full set. Um, well, we didn't get. Uh, we were we were young enough that we couldn't buy ponies for ourselves. You know, we would have been um, mostly like under ten years old, I think, and maybe up up to like fifteen. But by then. It was uh, it was in the 90s, and we could buy some ponies for ourselves, but we missed a lot of the collection. I thought we had quite a large collection. I thought um, we probably have one of the, the most ponies that of anybody I know. We had about 30 ponies, and we thought that was so many ponies back then. Uh, 30, wow, <laughs> like together, it's 15 each. Like, whoa, we got so many of these things. Um, but we didn't have full sets. And I'm sure we didn't even know who, um, a lot of times, what sets we were missing. Um, if I had twice as fancy dancing butterflies and she had twice as fancy Milky Way, we would have the back cards. And I know, um, you know, there'd be Sugarberry on the back card, and she was beautiful. We never saw her, though. I never remember even seeing her when I was a kid. <clears throat> so Aww. just a, a couple from a set here and there. But never, never a complete set. Usually just... Uh, just one each from a set, but only a couple times a year. So really, 
you know, when by the time we were in, in high school, it really only amounted to about 30 ponies total. Wow. And then that's when we discovered the garage sales and flea markets. And by then, um, we were old enough that we were had, you know, had part-time jobs, and we could go and buy some of these things. And yeah, I remember some of the first flea markets that uh, I went to. I came home with grocery bags full of the G1 ponies. You know, they were all just, you know, I, I paid. I remember one of the first ones. I paid a uh, dollar and a half for baby sugarberry. And oh, I, oh it, my. I mean, it wasn't a great deal yeah. because. It was because they were all about the same price, but at that time I didn't know that she was a rare pony or a mail order pony. All I knew was that she was, um, you know, that the, the pony with the strawberries on it and a baby. And I love I love calves and I love baby ponies. And so she was um, she was definitely a trophy that day, and still is, I might add. <laughs> I have to ask this because I am a victim of this. Have you ever accidentally fallen into a box full of stuffed pony, of stuffed animals, simply because you see something that looks like the tail of a pony? I do have those experiences. Sometimes uh, the ones I really don't like are, you know, you see something across across the way and you start running, you get really excited, and then it's troll hair or Barbies or something else. Um, but sometimes it, it pays off. It pays off, of course, which is why we keep doing it. Oh, yeah. um, one of the flea market, there was just um, a big, huge pile, just like someone had a big card table and they dumped out a box of old um, like boy toys. It was like some matchbox cars and action figures. Nothing pink, nothing with hair in that whole messy pile. And for some reason, I decided to dig around a little bit. And I found uh, one of the baby twins. I think it was um, Poppy. Baby newborn twins, and oh, wow. thought, well, there, there you go. I didn't have, you know, I was digging around, and I, and I was like, you know what? I should keep going. I kept going, and I found the the other twin, Big Top. So I found Big Top and Toppy. The only only toys like that. The rest of it was just cars and nice. and action figures. So it does. It pays off. You gotta you gotta go out on a limb sometimes looking for ponies. Yeah, I, I only asked that because I was actually talking with my mother the other day because we'd had the world's largest uh, garage sales. This is years years ago in Fox Valley Mall parking lot. And going through this box just randomly, and I saw something at the bottom, and I knew it was a G3. Mm-hmm. So I reached out, and I'm five foot four, mind you. And the next thing I know, um, I'm in the box. Uh huh. Oh wow. Um, 
luckily there was a couple of nice gentlemen who happened to pass by as my feet are flailing around because I'm stuck. Oh, they no. They were able to pull me out. And in my hand, I grabbed onto the tail. They pulled not only me out of the box, but they also pulled a big, huge Pinkie Pie. Oh my gosh! Congratulations. That was it. It was it was an ordeal to pull her out. <laughs> you went fishing for ponies. Yeah, and the pony pulled you in. That's exactly what she did. I think she was trying to drag me down into the box with her. Aha! Uh-huh. It's Pinkie Pie. I wouldn't put it past her. I know. It, it yeah, she can be a prankster. She can be. But it was it was worth it because I looked at the price tag and she was like $2. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're coming home with me. There you go. So I told my mother the story the other day, and she's like, you never told me that. I said, yes, I did. I told you about the time I fell into a box. Uh-huh, cute. <laughs> That's a good story to have. Ah, uh, yes. But at least at least it ended with a happy ending. It didn't end with a tombstone stating, died by ponies. Uh-huh, yeah. I don't look forward to seeing something with that label on it. No. I could I could have just heard the headlines there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but um, back to your artwork. Uh, what made you start painting? Yeah. Um, well, I guess I've always been doing some kind of art. Uh, a lot of it was when I was younger. It was just pencil drawings. But, yeah, even when I was quite young in elementary school before, you know, we had um, organized art classes that you get maybe in junior high and high school. But I was always drawing. And then probably the art classes I really remember were from high school. But those introduced you to all different kinds of art, not just watercolor painting. So we did pen, more pencil drawings, and we did charcoal drawings, and we did oil pastels and acrylics and watercolors. Um, and I had a little bit of uh, that media uh, at home. <clears throat> and in college, I, I kept on drawing and painting a little bit uh, as I was studying different forms in nature. I would do botanical studies or uh, comparative anatomy studies of uh, animal skeletons and just labeling different bone structures on a flower, the different parts of a flower. Uh, And drawing that and coloring it helped me to learn all of those parts and different characteristics of those elements. Uh, So I've I've always been doing painting and drawing uh, just as part of part of life. Um, it's just like the way that I would study. Some people do flashcards to learn things. I drew and I painted. So I guess oh, I've always nice. I've always been painting, yeah. 
So you're you're a hands-on type of person. Yeah, just creating those forms, just and and then and then labeling them really helps cement the memory in in my mind. Okay. Oh, oh. Summer Blade, you almost made me forget. What? What didn't we do before before Sarah came on the show? What did we what? What did we forget to do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what we forgot. <laughs> Sorry to stop you there, Sarah, but you know what? You're gonna to get to do something a little bit, little bit of, little bit fun with us. Okay. You are gonna to get to participate in our blind bag oh, pony yeah. of the week. Now I remember. Yeah, the blind bag of the week. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is something that we actually came up with actually a few weeks ago because oh. I ended up buying two extremely big uh, eBay lots of unopened blind bag ponies. Oh, thank you. Sorry, my juicy And And by the time I counted, uh, counted it all out, it was 48 ponies. Whoa. So my thing was, why don't we do a blind bag? We open up a new blind bag every week. Sure. So I have them all in a box, and I always, every week I shake it up and Stick my hand in. I make sure I don't see it. So it's kind of like secret ballot. I don't know what I'm going to get. So here we go. Pop the side here. Stick my hand in. Let's see, who am I going to get this week? Because by doing this, we've actually found out there's a couple of uh, different blind bags that their packaging looks almost exactly the same, but there's just a slight, slight difference in them for you to go ahead and tell what... um, that they're from. Okay. Oh. And if you heard a, a horn honking, that was my neighbor coming home from dialysis. <laughs> yes, we have all sorts of weird things happening all around here. So this week's blind bag, once I get to the page... comes from wave number wave number 14. Oh, okay. And who we end up getting? <laughs> well, as soon as I find my scissors, which 
I took them out of my bedroom and have evidently moved them to a different part of the house. It's always when I need the scissors is when I've always moved them. I apologize for any random whistles you might hear in the background. That's just Tony Bird. Yep. It's okay by me. There have to be grays, and grays are just, they have to be included in everything. (gasps) Oh, it's a good one. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this. Oh, what'd you get? This is so, this is so funny, Sarah. I am glad you were on the show tonight because you know what? You gave me good luck. Good. What did we find? <clears throat> this week's blind bag pony of the week is. Hold on. Let me get a drum roll for this one. Lucky Clover. Lucky Clover, lucky. Ooh, cool. And the reason why I'm so excited is last week's Pony of the Week. As soon as I pull it up. So that was another lucky themed pony, wasn't it? I think so. I can't remember her name, but I know her symbol was the two interlocking horseshoes. Two interlocking horseshoes. I don't know that character. Yeah, she was one of the blind bag exclusives, and they've used that that symbol a couple times for the G4 blind bag. Mm -hmm. But horseshoes, like, like you mentioned, they are also a lucky symbol. Yes, and you brought me good luck because last week it was, okay, let me go to my my checklist. I don't know if you, do you collect G4s by, by, by any chance? I do. There is a great website called data. MLPmerch.com. This is a great website because it actually allows you to create your own checklist. Ah. By checking off whom you have. And last week's Did I forget to mark her off? Maybe. I must have. But last week, I was actually talking about how I actually wanted 
Lucky Clover because he is, of course, he's a stallion. You know, you've got to have your boy ponies. You know, you got to have those. You got to have them. But also, it's because he's a dark-colored pony. Oh yeah, cool. And you don't see too many of the darker-colored ponies. In the um, in the blind bag line. Yeah, it was him, and I also wanted want Twilight Sky because Twilight actually is a black clear pony. So you helped me get Lucky Clover. Yay! Congratulations. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> Woohoo! Now I'm glad we waited to do Pony of the Week. See, it all worked out. Yes, it did. Let me go ahead and put this box away. Uh, Let me get back to the questions I actually sent you. Other than ponies, other than painting, you know, because sometimes people, you know, do painting in their spare time. Uh, What do you like to do in your spare time? Um... My spare time, I like to garden. It's a good season for gardening right now, so I'm spending a lot of time outdoors uh, working on mostly flower gardens and uh, gardens for native plants. So I have a lot of native uh, grasses, too, which is kind of a fun element to incorporate into landscaping. So I have uh, native grasses to Minnesota, a lot of native flowers. Uh, I like to grow milkweed flowers that the monarch butterflies lay caterpillars on. So that's one of my hobbies that's taking up a lot of my time right now. And I've just brought in some monarch caterpillar uh, eggs or butterfly eggs. I watch the butterfly lay an egg on on the plant, and I run over there, and I pick the leaf off, and I brought it inside. Um, The... (laughs) Uh, little caterpillars have uh, quite a high mortality when they are out in the wild. So uh, one of the local monarch experts, um, actually like a world or a national expert, she works at the local university here, but she studies monarch butterflies. And she says if you can raise them indoors, it really helps to increase their survival rate. So um, that's one of the things I've been doing is uh, kind of just observing the butterflies and caterpillars and planting more flowers and more habitat for them in my in my little suburban yard. Oh, that's uh, you cool. and my mother would get along. You you and my mother would get along great. My mother loves garden. Yeah, it's I think really that's kind of relaxing. Hence why she's great now very cranky. <laughs> oh? 
she she fractured her foot in the beginning of February. Uh, her foot and her ankle, and she's been healing up ever since. And right now is normally a time when she's outside. She's planting things and all of that, and she can't do it. Oh, yeah. That's sad. And one of the things that, you know, we always said we'd never do was we'd never hire a gardening service, a landscaping service to come in and, you know, mow the lawn and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh we kind of had to do that this year. Well, yeah, with both of you having medical issues, it's kind of the only option you've got. Yeah. Her on crutches, me on a walker. Yeah, we 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 turn heads whenever we go to a doctor's office. <laughs> it's like, okay, which one's the worst one? Yeah. We always make a great comedy show. It's even it's even greater when we both have the same the same doctor's appointment at the same time at, at the orthopedics office, and he's writing out the script for me, and it's supposed to be for my mother. <laughs> and I was like, uh, nope, 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 that nope. This we need to rewrite this. This needs to go to that one. <laughs> I think he thought it would be fun to have us both in in. in and have our appointments on the same day. I think he thought it was going to be fun. I don't Uh think he'll ever do that again. (laughs) Well, you got to learn your lesson somehow, right? Uh, yeah. So now he's going to keep them staggered. Which is great for great for everybody. Um, yeah. Sorry, do you do you have a question? Mm. Sorry, I have pizza in my mouth right now. <laughs> I'm eating this dinner while awesome. we're off the show. I apologize. No worries. This is also a normal thing that happens on the show on a regular basis. One of us is eating something. Well, That's yeah, because around here it's usually eight o'clock uh, during the show, which is typically my dinner time. So, oh, uh, let's see. Any yeah. other questions? Do you have any pets? I know you said you take the butterflies in to help kind of raise them. Ah, uh, yeah, I do have some pets. Let's see. I have I have uh, mammals. I have birds, and I have reptiles. Well, and I have an amphibian right now. <clears throat> so we'll start at the bottom and work the way up. The amphibian is a toad that came from outside just a few days ago because we clipped it with the lawnmower. <clears throat> Ooh, barely. Aww. Barely nicked, barely nicked it. It's like totally fine. We should have just left it outside. It would be fine, but um, I just wanted to bring it inside and have another pet to feed, to um, <laughs> another cage to clean. So I brought the little toad inside, and he or she is happy and fine. I'll probably let him go out this weekend. Um, 
Please, doing well. And next up we have, uh, I have two birds. I have a canary and I have a zebra finch, and they, they're always singing. Uh, the canary is always singing. He's a boy. And then I have the an iguana. So we have a the okay, we have an iguana and we have a cat. Because when um when we were in college, uh I got a cat and my husband got an iguana. Like that was a normal pet for him to get. We weren't together, we were in separate colleges in separate states, but uh the iguana and the cat are both the same age. We got them about the same time, so <laughs> They're both thirteen years old. We have a we have a thirteen year old iguana, green iguana. So she loves the weather right now because she is uh, very happy with lots of heat and lots of humidity. So this is a good season for her. And the cat, the cat's a cat. He's a black cat. I love him. Mm. He's he's a you know makes my day happier um, and crazier because he's a cat. And then uh, I have dogs. I have a greyhound, and I have a Siberian husky. Oh, oh wow. my mother would love my mother would love you. She probably <laughs> kidnapped the, the the husky. Yeah, but the husky she would is, love you. is such a <laughs> yeah. They're very they're both very very sweet dogs. Very sweet natured dogs. They're not they're not hyper. They don't go crazy. These were uh, one of those breeds that we were warned about that would try to always try to like escape the yard and go running and go have an adventure. But she likes coming home and you know snuggling, so she doesn't Aww. run away. She's not hyper, and she doesn't actually stay in the backyard and howl at stuff. She's just a very <laughs> sweet natured dog, and we think having raising her with the, the greyhound really helped to mellow out her personality. Because the greyhounds oh, yeah, are okay. greyhounds are super chill. Yes. Man, can, She's very can I send my can I send my dog up to, to visit your dogs for a while because <laughs> Yeah. That'd I be say great take a take him. on a greyhound for a, greyhounds make great foster dog parents because they they just want to lay around all day and so a little dog just learns that that's what you do. Well see that's what my dog does now except for there's certain times when he just goes completely bonkers. But, of course, you know, he's 15 years old. He turned 15 um, the day before our, our um, anniversary show. He turned uh, the great old 15. Tony Puppy is a knucklehead. <laughs> he is a... He just does things now that just boggle the mind, and if he ever had an x-ray of his head, we'd probably have the police called on us. Oh, because for some reason, uh, No, because for some reason he started running into stuff. Okay. And we can't figure out why he's doing it. <laughs> and it's like he knows it's there. And then he he starts thinking he's like a, a five-year-old again, you know, jumps down from like the fifth stair and doesn't quite get the footing and runs, bangs into stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. You know, at Curious. first, of course, your heart uh, your, your your heart stops because you're wondering whether or not he's killed himself. Well, but then you know he he just like stands up, shakes himself off, kind of like nothing happened, and just walks off. And you just stare after after him, kind of like you have gone crazy. <laughs> well, he's probably doing it just to give you a scare. Just let me see if I can freak mom out. <laughs> Because dogs do that. I think so. It's, he, he started doing that actually after he accidentally fell into my uncle's pool last year. Because he was walking, he, my uncle, my my mother and my my uncle were getting the ladder set up to get to put into the pool, and he decided to start walking on the edge of the pool. And he was walking on the edge of the pool where there was no decking on one side. So if he would have fell, fell to the left, um, yeah, there'd be no pony puppy anymore. But instead, mm-hmm. he fell to the right and fell right into the water. Well, then so he just I went know. first one. But maybe he planned it that way. Who knows? Uh, maybe, but he, I, I, he, he, he saw my mother and my uncle freak out. I was inside, so I didn't even know what what was going on until they told me. And then after that, that's when he started doing all this silly stuff. I think he just does it for attention. Probably. All right. Getting back to our um, our, our topic. Um, are there so so you do you do a lot of uh, watercolor of of ponies? Or is there any? And and you had mentioned before that you did a lot of drawings and paintings and stuff of like. Um, like you said, botanical things like flowers and and uh, natural objects and things of that nature. Um, is there any other medium that you've wanted to try, or any other medium that you've tried besides painting and drawing uh, with ponies? And is there any subject aside from ponies that you've done um, a lot of painting on, or a lot of paintings of, I should say? Um. Uh, so a couple different things there. One is a, a medium that I haven't tried that I would like to try is the uh, okay. There's a couple things I can think of. Um, one is the the Copic markers that are all of the rage right now. Those look very interesting. Um, uh, starting any hobby, it can be a little uh, difficult or challenging financially because you have to buy everything and I don't have any Copics. And I understand that you have to color, you can you have to have different markers or different ways to mix different colors into your own pens and you know, okay, well, I just got my watercolor so I'm happy with that. But that I would try. I would like to try that. Another one I came across was um 
uh, something called alcohol ink or watercolor ink, and that also is kind of in the same family of being kind of very free-spirited sort of medium where the colors will kind of blend on the paper. So that Ooh. sounds uh, that would be interesting to try as well. So I'm tr I'm looking into a couple of those. Um, so that's it for other mediums. Uh, then the other part of your question asked about different things that I paint a lot. And uh, so, yeah, I've kind of settled on doing uh, paintings of flowers um, and birds. I paint a lot of birds. Um, I when I when I see a bird, I the thing I notice about them is the colors and where where the different shades of the bird will blend into. Um, even if it's just like a brown bird, I painted a, a female cardinal for a for a winter bird series I was doing, and it's a very beautiful bird. Um, you, if you just look at it, you think the male cardinal is the the more attractive because it's the bright red, and that's a really that's beautiful. But when I was painting the females, that's the one that was really interesting because you had all these different shades of like a deeper brown going through like these umbers to a creamy color on the belly and that changing of these, these different values was really fun to work with. So yeah, a lot of birds. Oh, cool. I, I might have to see Amazing. some of your bird paintings because I like birds. I, I mean, not just because I live with two. <laughs> mm -hmm. But oh, I, lo I love birds too. That, that's pretty neat. Yeah, and I really like mixing my birds with the, the the My Little Pony painting. So I've done some of, just started doing that some of that recently, where I'll um, paint a, a, a realistic looking bird with a pony, and I like I like that juxtaposition too of something that's fantasy with something that's realistic. I like seeing those worlds meet. Neat. Amy, are you going to ask a question? You want me to come up with another one? Uh, actually, as you were just actually talking about her bird paintings, um, I'm actually bringing up your Etsy shop, which is under Sky Glory, which is uh, a link on our Description. I'm gonna go look and see if do you have a couple of birds? Do you have a hummingbird? Ooh, she's pretty. Oh yes, the hummingbird is up there. Uh, the hummingbird. I painted that hummingbird because on, on the, the actual paper canvas that I where I painted that hummingbird, to the left of the hummingbird is Little Flitter, the summer wing pony. <laughs> Oh, cool. That's where that hummingbird came from is because I was painting Little Flitter, who has a hummingbird uh, as a symbol, and Little Flitter is one, is one of my childhood ponies. So I had I had to paint her at some point, um, and I thought it would be fun oh. to paint this realistic hummingbird with her. Oh, that's just too, too cute because she happens to be one of the 
ponies we're going to be selling at the fair to go ahead and help support the show is Little Flitter. <laughs> yep, Little Flitter. Little Flitter. I I need to put that on my list. I don't have her on my list to make prints of. I've I've painted so many ponies, and I apologize. I don't have very many of them, almost nothing, on my Etsy because um, they get a lot of favorites. Lots of people favorite the, the ponies, but n- they don't. Nobody buys any of the pony paintings. Um, one here and there, um, but then the listings are, have just expired, so that's why I don't have anything up. up. I have a lot of different designs, and I just can't print them all and bring to the fair, but I do need to bring Little Footer because she did turn out quite nicely. So I'm adding her to yeah, writing her down on my list right now. Make a print. Little Footer. Okay. Oh, you definitely do because you you know what what just might happen during one of the breaks. Yeah, I just might fly into the uh, artist's room and snatch her right up. She one of your favorites as well. I like her because she is very. She's um, actually she was the very last one to go ahead and complete my Summer Wings collection and actually I forget which the one with the dragonfly. I forget what her what her name is. High Flyer. High Flyer, thank you. Yep, High Flyer. Was the very first G one pony I had ever gotten when I first started collecting. Oh wow, cool. So she was actually one of the very first ponies that actually ended up completing a complete G1 set for me. Aha. Uh-huh. That's very special. It is. Those two are very close to my heart, and unfortunately if I did not have a a few boxes in front of the display thing I have. I'd be looking at little high flyer right now. Little footer is actually where my old desk used to be. Mm, okay. So let me see. Yeah, I just have. really. Ooh. I really like the the translucent wings and trying to paint those. And that's uh, when it, on that Etsy site, um, you may have noticed I have a little the summer wing called Moon Jumper. No, actually, she's a windy wing pony. Windy wing pony yeah, she's windy. named Moon Jumper. She's my little, one of my little uh, on my little icon there, and that was. That was something I painted last summer, and I had just gotten her. Um, never seen her before, but I got her at the fair, and I bought her right away when I saw her. Um, she's lovely, and I just imagined her, again, in this kind of a setting with nature, so she's laying there on the on a daisy. I call that one Moon Jumper Daisy Nap, and that kind of gives you a scale of how small she is. Take for sure on my list because I've already made a few prints of those in 
and those sold out at just some little local pony meets. So I'll bring, bring I'll be bringing some of those as well to the fair. So that kind of gives I you an idea of the. Mhm. Well, after after the prints I got last year, I actually have to be careful when I when I go into the artist's room. I'm going to have to, you know, be be very, very stringent. And I've already pre-ordered this. I've already pre-ordered that. No, I can't look over to the left. I can't look over to the right. Okay, I'll get that one, too. <laughs> yeah, and, and because I, I don't know what people are going to like um, uh, or, you know, it's not, you just kind of buy. It's impulsive, you know. You you know what it's like, and yeah. for anybody else out there, they know it, that's been to the fair. Um, it's it can be hectic, and it's tempting to either you either kind of do cause one of two strategies: you buy everything right away when you see it, or you wait and wait and wait and you know try to make up your mind. And then the the um, concern, of course, is you know you might miss out. Um, some yeah. Of my, I know there's only some prints I'm only making. I've only made two prints of, and I and I don't print these at home. I don't print them locally. I actually send them out to uh, a company that's based on the East Coast, and they print everything of very high quality um, archival papers. And they uh, the the prints that I get, they look like original watercolors, which is um, a little bit more expensive for me to print. I don't really want to talk about price so much, but because of that, I don't always, you know, I want volumes of uh, watercolors, watercolor prints. Um, you know, I might go and I might only have, you know, between, you know, two to as many as ten prints only of uh, of a different pony. Whereas I know people who do like poster, they can do digital art, and you can those look really nice printed on. Um, on kind of some more of the photo type paper or the copy paper, uh, high quality cardstock or copy paper, and um, you know you show up in a hundred of those. I'm working with much yeah. smaller uh, quantities, but it's a hobby and it's still just fun to meet people, meet other people who are excited about ponies like you ladies. Aww, well, we're glad to meet you. We're actually glad to meet anybody because um, that's one one of the reasons why I started this show was actually to communicate with more pony people. And that's yeah. what My Little Pony Talk was, was created for. Yes, I think so too. All these, so, all these ponies. Um, gatherings yeah they're de- they're definitely geared towards you know meeting people um next week's meet and greet i mean they highly emphasize you know this is you know for meeting other pony people this year they really highly emphasize that yeah which was actually really nice Yeah, that's the that's, so, I mean, that's the best part of this community. Oh yeah. 
because last year I I met a ton of different people, and I met, met a ton of people that were actually quite helpful for me because the uh, seller's sale there was a line, and my my knee was kind of given out, so I ended up sitting at this row of tables and just moving as the line moved. And there was a couple of people who moved my walker for me in the line. So I was actually in line (laughs) in spirit. So uh, the community has gotten, we did have a bit of a rough bronies when they first kind of barged onto the scene, but I think they finally they finally found their little niche mm-hmm. and have happily become part of us. No, I'm glad to hear it. So now for your paintings that actually have a scene attached to it. Not just, you know, just, you know, just a pony, just a fox, just a bird, but something with an actual scene attached to it. Where do you find your inspiration for those? Inspiration for the, the I guess I would call those, I call those fully landscapes. So they have a foreground, a middle ground, a background, a sky, right, that sort of thing. Um yeah. Well, I look to Ponyland for inspiration for those scenes. So one of my favorites is uh, I did a couple different paintings with the twice as fancy ponies. And one of my favorites, um, and it's popular in the community as well, is called uh, June Sugarberries. And it's a picture of Mommy and Baby Sugarberry. And they're standing in a kind of like a wild patch of of strawberries, and there's in mountains in the distance. And I imagine that's in in um, Dream Valley. Yeah, probably. Nice. So to me, that's that's where everything is happening. So there's always going to be uh, you know nice blue sky and mountains somewhere in the background because they're. In, that's where the ponies live. And that's where their stories are happening. Okay. I just think I didn't bring yeah. up some fantasy area. I think I was kind of experimenting with um, doing swapping a little bit instead of having the the ponies and then being the, the main part of the picture and then you know, putting some background in, you know, mountains in the background. Uh, I did a series last year uh, with featuring Wendy, the rainbow-haired unicorn, where it was like the opposite, where the, the main the main uh, painting was a landscape of of mountains or uh, of a a beach scene with ocean hitting the beach, and maybe just islands in the background. So that was the main picture. It's like you're looking at any nice watercolor painting of of, of that landscape. And then there's um, you know, little little pony. Small small element. My favorite one I did out of that series was one that's called Windy Beach. And she's 
you know, she's she's not even like facing the the viewer. She's turned away from the viewer. She's looking at the beach herself, and she's kind of rearing up. Um, so it's like you can't really really see any any of the details of her features. So mostly the picture is this beautiful ocean, you know, kind of a stormy sky in the background. Like maybe the sun's coming out after a a, a you know, quick summer storm. Uh, I guess that one was inspired by my personal travels to, say, Hawaiian or Caribbean islands, anywhere for the nice beachy blue water. Um, so I guess the personal travels can influence sometimes, but mostly they take place in, in Dream Valley. Nice. Uh, by the way, I hate to interrupt again. We have breaking pony news. Oh? This year's San Diego Comic-Con My Little Pony exclusive has been revealed by Hasbro. Oh, yes, I saw. Now, is that also so going look, to be the fair exclusive then? Uh, look at or that. Look at that. No. Look at, look at this, Sarah. You're, you are good luck all the way around here. <laughs> yes? We find out what the exclusive is? Uh, this year's exclusive for the um, for Comic-Con is Discord together, together with Fluttershy. Okay. And you have Discord kind of sitting in kind of a throne-like chair, dr- drinking something, and you kind of have just Fluttershy. I guess she just kind of hangs out with them. Uh, non-brushable. It's all plastic. Yes, I believe they had said that this that the um. The Discord in this pack is the same mold as the one they're going to be using for the, um, uh, what was it, the Defenders of Harmony set that they're going to be putting out later? One with, like, the articulated, almost action figure-like qualities? Yeah. Well, he does seem to be a popular character in that Discord. Well, yes, and the fact that he's he's voiced by John Delancey helps too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very skilled voice actor. So now, of course, the question pops up: Will she be the the fair? I don't know enough about the history of the the relationship between the two. Is that usually the case? Um, actually, actually, ever since uh, Friendship is Magic has come out, it has been. Two years after Friendship is Magic came out, that's when um, the Comic-Con and the Fair Exclusive have been the same thing. But before that, um, 
the fair always got its own exclusive. To also remember, last year, Comic-Con actually got one extra exclusive, which was uh, Twilight Sparkle as the... Um, trying to think of how to put her is the Equestria Girls version of her from Equestria. Oh yeah, the um the from the, the Twilight that the we nerdy, got with the, the new movie. Yeah, the the nerdy. I hate to say it like that, the nerdy looking one. And I can say that because I am a nerdy looking one. people I do wear glasses when you normally see me I have contacts in okay so if anybody wants to try to pull that how can you say that about people being nerdy I and you see me with my glasses on I am a nerdy person that's okay Wonderful. But that's but that's the only way to go ahead and describe her because I mean she it she looks exactly the same except for the big differences. She wears her hair in a bun, a very messy bun, and she has glasses. That's the big difference between the two of them. So uh, this one might be simply the exclusive exclusive. To the San Diego Fair or San Diego Comic Con, which I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping we get something that we get something that's better than chicken pie. Yeah, the chicken pie was cute, but you know, it was okay. Another one of the main six in a new outfit. Hey, I love the bucket. She was still popular, though. I think she sold out. Yeah, she did. She she did. I still loved it when I got home and Mom came out to help me bring stuff in. They told Mom, hey, I brought home dinner. It's right there. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And what did she say? She goes, that's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, she knew? (laughs) And it's like, no, they changed the box. It's totally used to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Then why is it in the trunk? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, dang it, I should have put it in the front seat. <laughs> Didn't think that went through. But sorry for sorry for that, but you know break, when you have breaking news, you have to break it. No, that's okay. it's um could be relevant to what I might be painting for the fair because last year the uh I painted the chicken pinkie pie and added it donated it uh to the silent auction um no, I guess it wasn't the silent auction, it was the raffle part of the fair to help raise yeah. money for. 
So I might be using yeah, I I a Discord. I don't know. <laughs> oh, now you're just teasing us. <laughs> no teasing. No teasing implied oh. or intended. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'll wait till the last minute to, for confirmation on on what uh, from from the fair organizers what they suggest to paint for um, for a raffle item. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess because I mean, by telling people like that type of information, it'd be kind of like leaking it beforehand. Oh. But. Or are there any major projects you've got planned for the fair this year or anything that you might be working on, um, wise um, or otherwise? I, yeah, well, I've, I've painted, I have some ponies that were commissioned for the, for the fair by the fair organizers that I can't reveal until, um, oh. until you know, the fair yeah, then you'll see them on the bookmarks and on the pins, and I'll have prints of these ponies available uh, in the gallery. Um, but I'm excited about, about this set of ponies. Um, and other things I'm you know, for the fair, though, uh, I try to post most of the stuff I've completed so far on uh, what else in the non, non-public, so in one of the community forums. Um, and I... Pretty much my deadline is tomorrow to, for personally for me to paint anything needs to be done by noon tomorrow, which is also the deadline to order, uh, to pre-order the mommy and baby surprise picture because I need to place the order so I can get it in time for the fair. I already, I already ordered mine. Yes, <laughs> I saw that. Thank you. I do have one painting that is that I started that is incomplete that I really um that I'll hopefully I might might try to work on it a little bit more tonight or tomorrow morning that's the last chance I'll have to try to complete it to to be able to feature it in, in print form. Um otherwise I might just have to bring the original for sale and there's only one of those. But I'm excited about it. It's another another uh pony that is has not I don't think it'll be won't be fully landscaped. I don't have time to do that, but I'm gonna have some of the landscape elements in some trees or grass or something to suggest an environment. I'm excited about it. Very nice, very nice. Uh Sarah Blake, can you hear us? Sorry? Okay. No, it seems that um, Summer Blades, her, the sound um, cut out on her. Okay. So I was just, you know, confirming as to whether or not because I'm currently on Facebook with her. Okay. So I just told her to kind of just call back, call back in. This is, you know, one of those technical difficulties that, you know, sometimes happens during the show. You know, this is a live podcast. I mean, this is all done online, you know. One of those things that just, it happens. 
it certainly does. And it had happened actually a few weeks, about a month ago, and I didn't realize it, but it was actually my headset had gone out on me. And it was the microphone part of it. So we actually had to use Facebook to go ahead and talk back and forth so that we could hear each other. So let's come on. Uh, okay, I'm back. Okay, can you hear us now? It's been wonky. Yeah, I can hear you. My phone's been okay, wonky good. lately. I I plugged it in to charge it a little bit, and that's when the sound cut out. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. Yes, I was just telling her about a few weeks ago how we had to communicate via Facebook because my headset, the microphone part of my headset had gone out. <laughs> well, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and we couldn't figure out who who actually went out because I could hear you. But evidently it was me you couldn't hear. And it was during what we call Ponies After Dark, which is um, after two after our recording time stops, our live audience cuts off, and we get an extra hour to go ahead and continue on recording. Oh, okay. But if one of us, if we drop off, we can't call back in. So we call that ponies after dark. Uh Aha. But I definitely can. I know I cannot wait to see the commission I I ordered. Yes. I am dying to see it. I'm dying to see it, too. I haven't even started it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that one I'm going to start after my print order deadline tomorrow. And then I can give that one an extra day because I don't need any prints. So that's one that I'm... I'm excited to see that one, too, because I uh, I like when people commission... Um, the Hasbro ponies. So a lot of times I get commissions for people's original characters, which is which is really fun too because they usually give me a lot of freedom to decide uh, what sometimes what the what the pony even looks like, um, and sometimes they have a very specific you know symbol design and hair colors and all that sort of thing. But um, I, you know I'm obviously attached to Hasbro ponies. I think I gave you a pretty good, you know, I gave you a pretty good leeway with mine. You know, I just wanted Moon, I wanted Moon Dancer, and I wanted Nightlight. I wanted Nightlight to be, of course, a, a male, because that's who I think he is. And yep, I wanted them to be on their first date. Yeah. I mean, that's kind I of all I wanted. 
talk about this later, but I'll, I can't be here, so I'll ask you, um, is it okay if I, after I do a sketch, if I send it to you and say, is this what you have in mind, and then I'll go ahead and paint it, if you like it? Will that work for you, you if I send be- you a sketch for you? Oh, my God, you do realize you're going to have me screaming like a little girl. You do realize this. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's why we like ponies. That's, that's okay. <laughs> and if I'm at my uncle's house, I just might scare him half to death. He'll be looking like, oh, uh-huh. my God, what just happened? And my mother will just be, she just saw a pony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. Don't no worry, she'll calm work. down. Just, 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 just wait. She'll calm down. Just wait. Just watch. See, she's calmed down. There we go. <laughs> but I hope what makes me a pretty sketch, so that I can just go. Those two, those two do do definitely go together because symbol-wise they match, and they kind of yin and yang themselves. So. To me, they are a match made in heaven. Yeah, it'd be fun to see them together. I can't wait. Uh-oh. I'm trying to contain my excitement. <laughs> Thermoblade will tell you this is this is me being calm. Uh-huh. Yes, this is minimal squealing. <laughs> Probably like one of those really dumb, stupid questions. Okay. Okay. Um, do you find uh, painting calming to you? Um, parts of the painting process can be calming, like the actual painting itself. Um, but it, sometimes leading up to painting can be uh, can cause some level of anxiety Um, I like sketching and sketching, sketching, sketching and trying to come up with different poses or different different elements different things that the ponies are interacting with on a painting but then um, transferring the painting deciding on a design and putting that on paper, that's okay. Um, and then, then you got it down. And then, it's, then it gets kind of hard before you put on the first few colors because you're, you can get nervous sometimes that you might um, do something wrong. So there's, there's a little bit of anxiety there because of that. Because it's not like digital art, which a lot of people are doing. That's the uh, generation for digital. 
lot of COVID, so it's really hard to undo mistakes. Um, but then you, you know, then it's not, it's, you know, then you realize it's just color. It's just, you know, like watercolor and paper. It's not a big deal. You know? So it's, that, that's where I would say it's just water and paint. Well, I can definitely agree with that. Um, some of the first parts of doing any type of an art project can be nerve-wracking. Because mm-hmm. I like to sketch myself, but my problem is I can never quite figure out what I want to do. Kind of like I have the materials to do it. Yeah. I can just never quite figure out what I actually want to draw. Yeah. I imagine the same thing with with a lot of other hobbies, like you mentioned. One of the other things I I used to do and I I do on occasion is sewing. And I and for that I think the most anxiety might come when uh, you need to cut fabric because then you're Cutting, you know, that's permanent. So you could feel some anxiety with having to cut the fabric and just commit to the preparation that you've done and start cutting that fabric. Please don't remind me of sewing. <laughs> no. You have fabric anxiety also? I, I, I created actually for Halloween many, 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 many years ago. Actually, over ten years ago, I actually made my own my own Halloween costume. Yeah. And yeah, my mother made me cut the fabric, and some parts of it she made me sew it. And well, it's just people have. Yeah, it, I was grateful that she took over the project. <laughs> About the only part of that costume that survived was the skirt, but of course, the skirt part was the only part that was actually made in a really good way. Yeah, it can, it can be rough. Definitely. You just have to dive in. Yeah, I did. And my seams weren't quite straight. <laughs> That's when my mother took over. <laughs> but you don't get better unless you practice. Isn't that true? Very true. Yeah, I guess. But she won't let me anywhere near her sewing machine ever again. <laughs> On the account of I actually shorted out her um, 
for a pedal. Oh, yeah. And sewing machines can be so expensive to, to fix. Yeah. And hers was, um, I forgot when she bought it, but it was a Sears model. So you have to find just that one perfect piece, that one perfect perfect pedal to go with it. You couldn't just go out and buy just a regular old pedal. Okay. So I ended up having to go out to a shop out in Lombard to get it. Ah. And she did not let me live that down for two months. Yeah, those are some of the challenges we face. Yep. So, have you ever taught anybody how to uh, how to paint? I don't think I've done any watercolor. I'm trying to think back. I've done some uh, hearts. It wasn't a major part of a of a class, but we're uh, a nature class, and we were doing drawing, and so there was a little bit of instruction there. But and that was u- using uh, my favorite technique of learning about the structure of plants, which is to sketch them. And so that's what we were doing in this class was sketching different species of grasses mm, to learn cool. about uh, identifying different species of grasses. Uh, again, specifically the grass that's native to Minnesota. So little blue stem and Cyrus grama and Canada wild rye and Indian grass. So I had people sketching, but we didn't do any watercolor that time. I've done demonstrations. That's, I guess that's also kind of close to teaching is in the, at the My Little Pony Fair. Um, I've also given a presentation at the Minneapolis PonyCon called uh, MLP MSP, and I've also done the presentation at Seattle's Everfree Northwest PonyCon and done a tutorial on, on my process for watercoloring. And it's less structured than a class, but people are definitely there uh, taking notes and asking questions about the watercolor. Well, you know, technically, I mean, things don't technically have to be structured in order to be a class. That's true. I, and I know this for from experience um, running a chapter for my professional organization. You know, we would have, you know, meetings that were basically, it was basically a class, but, you know, it technically was never called a class. Mm-hmm. So...
And that's, I think, I think you've actually answered all of the questions I've sent you. Oh, have we? Let me see here. I think you did ask all those questions. Thanks. Actually, a couple of them you actually answered um, while answering other questions. I just might have a lot of. You did a good job selecting questions because they naturally flowed into one another. And believe it or not, I actually typed all those up within 15 minutes. Oh, good job. You are a skilled hostess. <laughs> well, she's had a lot of practice. That's what it oh. oh, you... Yeah, you should... You should probably listen to the very first episode. You listen to the very the first episode, rocky. and oh, uh, it was beyond rocky. <laughs> it, it 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 bordered on nightmare. Yeah, you, know, you listen to the very first episode, and then you listen to. Episodes are like this one is very different. Okay. But everything's got to start at some point, you know? That's right. And you actually happen to be one of the, one of the very few people that have actually stayed on for almost the, the entire time we've, we've had you on. Because we, uh, we are actually down to our last 11 minutes of strain time left. Oh, okay. Well, we needed that time to go through all those questions. So I've been kind of using Summer Blade as kind of my uh, off the off the cuff questions. Yeah, I always come up with weird stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with two different things here, and I have to remember I can't do that anymore. (laughs) Multitasking is hard sometimes. Yes, it definitely is. Uh, Summer, do do you have another question for her? Oh, well, let's see. Um, Okay, well, I I saw some of your your other artwork on your SD, like the the foxes and sweaters. That was cute. (laughs) Thanks. But, now, why... Um, of all the things you could have ended up painting, was there? Why were ponies the thing that you picked to focus on for a lot of your paintings? 
Oh, there's something we haven't covered yet. That's excellent. Um, I let's see. I didn't start painting ponies really until just a couple years ago now. I guess about yeah, only about two years ago I think. And the reason is because um, I that's when I got involved in the pony community. I found that. Uh, I met another pony collector on Craigslist because I went to go buy some ponies from this person, and she introduced me to this online community, and I had no idea. You know, I thought I was one of a handful of people that collected ponies. I mean, I knew eBay. You know, obviously there's a lot of collectors out there, but I didn't know about the communities. Um, and then once I found that community and I saw all these other people that were, that do, were doing artwork, and it was really nice, and I thought, I could, maybe I could do something like that, do some type of paintings or drawings of ponies. And at first, I, the only idea was that if I could um, make a little bit of money selling pony paintings, then I could use that money to buy ponies for my collection. And that's <laughs> all it started out was, was just a, a little way to um, have a hobby that supported my hobby. That's that's my only goal is to kind of make back a little bit of money from um, that it cost me to produce the art and then just, uh, you know, with, with some little profit I get from that to be able to buy some of the ponies for my collection. So it's pony supporting ponies. And, and But what keeps me going is, um, is just being able to create the art for the, for the other pony fans because we only got a very limited amount of artwork from the generation one of My Little Ponies from Hasbro. But I just love mm -hmm. that original style. It's just done in such soft, kind of a watercolor feeling to it, maybe um, with that same type of, kind of a lot of airbrush effects and a lot of light pastels. And it's just so full of nostalgia for so many of us. And I like to, I like to think I'm creating some of the designs in similar style of that original artwork that the the artists of, of Hasbro just didn't get around to creating at that time. So I want all the ponies to have that same feeling of, of just joyful innocence, and I'm hoping I'm bringing that to the, the collectors of the My Little Pony, all of the gen generations. Mm, very cool. Mm -hmm. Beautifully put, sorry. Thank you. I have mud underneath my tongue. <laughs> sorry, let me repeat that again in more human language. Sorry, I have mud underneath my tongue. really nice to be able to share these these uh just my my own little thoughts about collecting my little ponies and creating my little pony art and I know there's a lot of really enthusiastic pony collectors out there and really talented pony artists out there and I'm looking forward to going to the fair where we can all get together and celebrate the love of ponies together it's awesome having you on thank you and Tell your husband, he said, thank you for reminding you to come on. 
Yes, I will do that. Yeah. And he will be with me at the fair again this year. Very cool. And and warn him he will get a hug from me <laughs> for convincing you to come on the show. <laughs> okay. He will be warned. But he's from Minnesota, so he likes warm hugs. Aw. Oh, perfect, because I'm a big hugger. Good community for that. So thanks again for Definitely having me on. Um, thanks for coming on, and thanks for basically being on for the entire time. Yeah, I guess I'll let you go so you can wrap up with your audience. And, um, well, I look forward to seeing you again in the future. I look forward to seeing you next week. Do you want to uh, join us for our, our our traditional good night? Oh, that would be very nice. I'd, I would be honored. Well, until next week, happy Pony Night Nights. Pony Night Nights live audience. Happy Pony Night Nights. This is Kimono, and you have listened to... Bye talk. See you next week. Bye bye. Yeah, we have to get Kimono in every week, or she gets very upset. It's in her contract that she has to be in. Yes. <laughs> and would you believe she was actually voiced by me? And there is a nice little story about her that you can read. Oh, and she has actually left. Okay, well, that was kind of fun having her on. I definitely enjoyed having her on. I'm about to send her send her to thank you for being on email right now. All right. It's hard to believe next next week is the fair. Oh. I I know. Don't remind you. You have so much to do. <laughs> You'll get it done, five, I'm sure. I have five shirts I've got to get done. Hopefully they all get done pro- correctly. I've got to finish the history. I've got to put the history board together figure out whether or not I need to get an extra board. Oh. I'm sure you'll get it all done. If I could come to Chicago or come come to where you are and help you, I would, but I am stuck on the East Coast right now. <laughs> I know. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, this weekend, or last weekend, I should say, I went out. I was out uh, with my dad. We were at a thing called um, uh, Radio Field Day, but um. He and I are both ham radio enthusiasts, and 
we just basically for 10 hours we sat in front of radios and yelled random letters and numbers at people across the country just to see how many states we could hit but anyway (laughs) it's a lot more fun than it sounds but anyway he and I were talking and he told me that guy that he works with who has two daughters that are friends of the show or fans of the show because he had mentioned to this guy that he works with that um, I was really into My Little Pony and the guy said oh wait is your daughter's name Brittany and he said yeah he goes my daughters are fans of the podcast she helps co-host so I wish I had gotten the, the, the guy's daughter's name so that I could say hi to them personally, but if you have a dad who works with a guy named Steve Chalk, he's my dad, and I'm Brittany, so hi! (laughs) Hi! (laughs) We want to do a kimono shout-out? Sure! Kimono! And I just want to say Hi! Oh, that would be cute to have recorded, too. <laughs> I'll look in the train and try and do that. <laughs> I still cannot believe after all these years I can still do the kimono voice that well. Yeah. Ponybird staring at the phone. Did you have something to say, Mr. Ponybird? Say hello. Nope. I thought maybe I could get kisses out of him again. Aww. They've been very quiet today. Which is highly unusual. Yes, usually they're very vocal. Yes. Well, they were tweeting during the beginning of the show, but I guess they're all tweeted out. It is late here. It's, geez, what time is it? Uh, it's 10, 10 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. Time flies, though. It definitely does, because I looked up at the time, and I was like, holy cow, we've only got, like, half an hour left, 14 minutes left, 11 minutes left, 10 minutes left. Like, wow. <laughs> oh, Yeah. So let me see if I've got next week's uh, episodes lined up. Yeah, let me oh, know. <laughs> yep, I do. Um, next week we've uh, so far we've got scheduled. I still have to schedule in the um, the Clipper the Clipper um, sale episode, which will kind of be a floating one. I'll schedule it for 10 p.m. Okay. And then once we get closer and find out whether or not there's actually going to be a seller sale, um, that's when we'll go ahead and completely confirm. Awesome. So that's 10 p.m. my time, 11 p.m. your time. Um Next week, we've got the pre-My 
2016 My Little Pony Fair show, which will be on Wednesday, will be our usual our usual show. That mm-hmm. one will be for two hours. Uh, any shows that we are going to be doing during the during the fair will be one hour shows, simply because of uh, what times they're going to be at. Because they're going to be pretty late. Because I know we are doing the post pre meet show next Thursday at 10 p.m. my time, 11 p.m. your time, which is actually one hour after the pre-meet ends. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have the Clipper show on Friday, and we will have the... I'm trying to figure out an, a title for the episode for Saturday night. Um, we'll just do Saturday Night Fair Show. Okay. I'll, th- I'll, th- I'll think of something more along that line. Okay. But that one, again, will be a 10 p.m. show because they will be having the uh, movie, movie that ends at 9 o'clock. Again, that gives plenty of time for me to get back up to the room, grab a couple of stragglers along the way and drag them into my room. (laughs) And kidnap or pony nap a couple people. Yes. So, but... Um, the week after, we will have, of course, the uh, post show, which we're going to actually start a half hour later than normal, as I actually have an appointment that day, and it's actually at 6 o'clock. Okay. So hopefully that one, I won't just be walking in the door as it becomes 730. <laughs> Like last time? Right. So. But, yeah, um, anything that's going to be during the during the fair, we're only going to be doing for one hour's, one hour's stint because it's going to be kind of late, late for you. It's going to be late for me course I'll probably end up roaming the halls looking for you know the rogue group of pony people (laughs) (laughs) the random customizing going on in the hallway sitting along the pony trading yes all that fun stuff oh yeah (laughs) see how many times uh, security has to get called on us before we get kicked kicked down to the lobby Hey, you pony people! Stop crowding up the hallways. Yes, we can. Well, you know, hopefully this year, you know, 
hopefully the hotel will know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, I think last year they just did not know what they were going to be getting into. Yeah, I think they kind of looked kind of like, oh, my God, look, dear Lord in heaven. Hopefully this year they'll they'll be more like, okay, yeah, we're used to this already. And it takes a lot to shock people from Chicago, okay? It takes a lot. I can imagine I can imagine so. You know, it it takes a lot for for people in Chicago to be shocked. But hopefully this year will go a little bit more smoother. Hopefully, hopefully by the time I talk to you on Wednesday night, I will have have had everything done and ready. Dear God, I hope I have everything done and ready by Wednesday night. I'm sure you will. <laughs> and hopefully it'll all be packed away in the car already. Ready to be transported. And ready for the fair. Oh, and I do have more information about the... um, Remember last week when I stumbled stumbled upon that um, painting class? Uh, I think so, yeah. I have more information in regards to that. Oh, cool. Let me pull up the information. Here we go. Uh, let's see. So basically what you get is pre-printed frame with the with the pony with the pony uh surprise on it and she's flying through the air you've got a rainbow you've got a cloud you've got a sun uh you get the paints the brushes It's about a two-hour event, and actually, let me go ahead and check my 16 fair. Let me go ahead and check and see if they've even sold out on their tickets yet. Because do you want to know? Do you want to hear the funniest thing that happened last week? What's that? Last week, Friday. I well, the My Little Pony convention tickets are all sold out. Oh, really? 
that's just the um the main tickets. Okay, come on. Here we go. Purchase event tickets. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Okay, as I'm, I'm looking for this, um, last week I was it was after the show, thank God, and working. Right. All of a sudden, all all of a sudden, the power went out in the house. Oh goodness. So I thought, okay, maybe we blew a breaker. Went downstairs and I was going to go out and uh, let the dog out to see if the, because my neighbor has one of those motion sensor lights. So I figured, okay, I'll send him outside and if the light goes on, that means we just blew a breaker in the house. Well, I look out in the alley, and there's a truck in the alley. So I send the dog in the house, get my cane, go out out into the alley, walk up to the truck. I don't know what kind of a truck it is. And and one of the guys is up on up on the pole. One's actually on the truck, and the guy on the truck asks me, "Can I help you?" And it's like. Yeah, what in the world did you guys do? Oh, I think I remember you told me about this. This was um, something had caught on fire, so they had to turn off the electricity? Or something to that effect? Yep. Okay, then, yeah, I already told you about that. Uh, The collector's meet and greet has sold out. Uh, paint and canvas pony class has not. So you still have tickets. They are available until next week. Thursday. Get them while they're hot. 
Yeah, and I'll be getting your wallet while it's hot too because um I actually planned a small spa day for myself. And I didn't know how long it was going to be because I just like picked four things that I thought would be really nice. One of which right. is an ice an ice cream pedicure. Oh. That sounds that sounds really neat. That sounds really neat because they put ice cream in your in the, in the water and they actually give you a bowl full of ice cream. Huh. <laughs> so it's like I saw that and it's like that's mine. <laughs> Actually, um, VIP supporter, they actually have some VIP supporter memberships left, it looks like. But just the regular tickets they're out of? Um, All other... Everything else has sold out. They've ended the sales. The only thing they haven't ended has been the VIP supporter memberships. (laughs) But please do remember that, you know, that does include to the... um, you get the Equestria membership package, which is their biggest package, which includes uh, the fair exclusive, their T-shirt, their poster, their trading pin, their tote bag, and their the and the lanyard. But you also get early access to the vendor marketplace on Saturday. VIP sitting for large panels and presentations, one ticket to the collector's meet and greet on Thursday, which is already sold out, two tickets to the celebration dinner at a reserved table, and a shout-out during the dinner and the closing ceremony, as well as your name printed in the event program as a VIP's fair supporter. Awesome. Speaking of Yeah, I've got I'm trying to make sure whether or not I have an extra dinner ticket next week. I'm trying to get, you know, a gentleman to come out with me and I'm hoping free food will sweeten the deal. Well, free food entices me to go places. Hmm? <laughs> I said free food would entice me to go somewhere. <laughs> 
free food in the hotel room. Oh, yeah. But I have to hope and pray that he actually has Friday night off. Well, hopefully he does. Yeah, he hasn't answered me back yet. Um, by the way, I did get um, small tent cards so that I can go ahead and put little bits of information because we will be having, of course, the custom you created. All right. Of our beloved Taki. <laughs> and we also will be having Miss Kimono will be there too as well. I just have to figure out how to display her so that she does not look like she's for sale other than putting her on top of a box. And actually, I think I just figured it out how to. I knew I'd use this fabric for something someday. I had bought a dress years ago that I knew would never, ever, 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 ever fit me. Right. And I actually, it was a bridesmaid's dress. And you could tell that it was a bridesmaid's dress. Do you want to know how you could tell it was a bridesmaid's dress? It had funky sleeves and it was in a weird color? Uh, No, it had a big bow on the butt. (laughs) Oh, yes, the giant bow on the butt. That's what I decided to do with the design of Pony Fluttershy. You created Starcatcher. Yes, you want Starcatcher. No, I want one. <laughs> See, now you've gone and teased me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can find more design of Pony baits. I think I'm going to ask my mother if she can. Anyway, it had this nice, um, like a teal blue uh, bow on the back. But I took the bow off and I I unraveled the bow and the piece of fabric's kind of just been floating around my bedroom for the past several years. Right. So I think I now know what I'm going to do with it. Cool. Because I've actually got some empty boxes, and I'm probably going to put kimono up on top of one of them so that she can be up a little bit. And I think I'll just drape the fabric, um, wrap the fabric around the box. 
No, well, that way she's got a nice, pretty pedestal to sit on. Yes. That would be you cool. Know, you know, she she demands that type of stuff, you know. She's such oh, a diva. I know. Such a diva. <laughs> but I had thought I had had an extra one of her to go ahead and sell at the fair, but I can't find her. Well, sure, oh, brownies. I'm sure she'll pop up while you're sorting through everything for the show. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Because I do have two kimonos, and I'm currently staring at one. But I know there were two that were put out, so and I think they're both two different ones, so... Yeah, um, they did put her out in two different poses. Yeah, so I don't want to go ahead and sell the one I'm currently who's currently staring me down. <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna have to ask my mother if she can iron this fabric for me, just to get these wrinkles out. Oh, and I still got to get silver paint to fix the the headphones for for talkie. Oh, I keep forgetting to do that. Oh. No fixing her headphones? Yeah. And I have to figure out how you got them to sit on top of her head. Very carefully. Because you I have to kind of like position them so that they're part of them is up against her horn. They were really hard to make. Um, I kind of wish I had a sturdier plastic to cut out. I had to make them out of a soda bottle. See, what I'm afraid of doing is the one idea I had had was to kind of put a small little niche. For the horn. Right. But I'm afraid, especially with the way my hands kind of shake, that I might have my mother make a a little niche so that I know, okay, this is exactly where where these need to be so they're set on her head perfectly. All right. But see, I'm also afraid that I'm gonna it's gonna get too cut too far in. No. It was kinda hard to get the, the headphones to stay on. Because with the G three's ears, since they have smaller sort of triangle shaped ears, there wasn't a lot that I could balance the headphones on with just the ears. Yeah. That's why I was thinking about putting a little, like a little niche in. Yeah, if you can, if you or or probably your mom can just sort of like take an exacto knife and just cut a little, a little groove in part of the horn, that would probably help stabilize it a little bit. 
I would have done that for you if I'd thought of that, but I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because I'm afraid. I'm afraid of cutting into the actual headphones because I'm afraid of cutting too far in. Right. Especially if I do it. If my mother does it, I know she'll do it perfectly. Because all I think that needs to happen is there just needs to be a little sliver cut out. Yeah. So that I can just slide, I can put them on and I can just slide it around until it just kind of clicks into place. Yeah, just a little tiny notch will probably be all you need. Yeah. Are you blowing kisses now, Selby? Oh. You blow and kisses because you want a cookie. <laughs> he wants a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here I thought it was me. No, he's being a suck up. Yep, <laughs> he wanted a cookie. He's stuffing his face now. Well. I will go ahead and let you. Wow. Yeah, okay. I gotta wash my this my is... laundry. I gotta do some laundry real fast, so I have work clothes and put Tony Birds to bed. Okay, this is really shocking. What? Because I went from having literally two and a half paragraphs last week. Now I have four pages worth of material. Oh, wow. And I'm trying to figure out how I got that. And Mom came up with a, a cute little idea for the design. What's that? Um, cutting the pages out in different uh, shapes, or cutting out the different paragraphs in different shapes. Mm-hmm. Especially if I can, if they're like the, the really smaller ones, right? The longer ones, of course, will be just regular rectangles because I mean they're too long to do anything else with. <laughs> and kind of designing it in, in the shape of a uh, of a barn. Oh, that would be cute. She goes, you know, like hexagons and, you know, squares and triangles. I'll let them out. I can take them out right now. I need more pop anyway. So, but hopefully I will get everything written up this weekend or by this weekend because I need to get everything designed and put together. <laughs> well, already then. I'm sure you'll get to all of it. I hope so. 
And I even picked up um, pastel colored paper. Ooh. But each shape will have a different color. Cool. So it'll be a whole rainbow. Mm-hmm. So I will let you go. All righty then. I'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week and cross your fingers that everything is done. I am crossing my <laughs> fingers for you. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> oh. Just one more week until pony happiness occurs. Until then, happy pony hunting. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.